Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. The ultimate goal is always to be playing. Um, so yeah, it's it's one of those things that when you look at you know the big picture, it's one of those things you have to check off the box. So uh, yeah, but now's now's the time to really ramp it up and go from here and uh, start winning ball games that, that count. I'll say this: I mean, our QB room has been playing extremely well this this camp. Um, between John and Kyle also, just uh, everybody pushing each other. So I, I can't say enough about those guys in that room that we have as a whole. Uh, the chemistry is great. But, um, yeah, I feel like I was comfortable enough within the system, commanded the offense, and, and able to get guys in the right spots. And, um, yeah, it's not saying anything against anybody else, but uh, I just feel like I'm in good command of the offense right now. Just to be able to be on a platform now with the great franchise and uh, to earn the job, it's an unbelievable feeling. You never want to take those for granted. Um, you know, I'm one of 32 guys that can say they're a starting quarterback in the NFL. So uh, it's it's a special honor, um, living out a dream, but now's not the time to be satisfied. So, uh, yeah, I think all of our guys are ready uh, to, to push through this regular season and see where we go. There you go, Baker Mayfield, starting quarterback, Tampa Bay Bucks. How about that? It's going to be a little bit different. Um Seeing Baker Mayfield taking over for old Tom Brady down there in Tampa Bay. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what the prospects are for the Bucks this year. I know he's got some offensive weapons to throw to. Um, they've got a couple of uh, studs defensively, kind of an aging defense a little bit there, and at least at the, at the backer position. But as we said, gettable division. Gettable division. I'm looking at their first – Jeez, man. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. And they're a dog in all of their first eight games. Um, and, and that, you know, I mean, betting lines are, are just betting lines. They can overcome that, I suppose. But um, it, it kind of lets you know how most people project the Bucks going into this year, right? Six and a half point dogs against the Vikings in week one. One point dog at home to the Bears. Seven to the Eagles. Five to the Saints, four to the Lions, one to the Falcons at home, 11 to the Buffalo Bills on the road, and even a one-point dog to the Houston Texans. So I, I guess if there's a positive, if old Bate can put together a seven- or an eight-win season, that would massively exceed expectations, you know? No kidding. But this year is all about putting himself in a position where next year he's a starting quarterback as well. Is, yeah. is, this, is this truly make or break for him this year? Um, I, yeah, I think it kind of is in a sense of, I guess it always depends on how it goes. Um, but if he struggles, if he really struggles, um, I think it's going to be difficult for him to continue to get opportunities as a starter. Now, maybe in situations where it's like a bridge season, you know, where you put, bring a guy on to get you through a year and then, you know, you draft the next big quarterback coming out after that, I, maybe. But it does kind of feel like he, he better make something move here. Please tell me the Tampa Bay Bucks play the Browns this year, t- says a text from the 405. Unfortunately, they do not mm. play the Browns this year. But that would be highly entertaining. Um, someone from the 405 Sends us a uh, photo from the inside of their 2000 Chevy truck. Yeah. It has a cassette player. It says, new fancy system 
to listen to KREF on the app in my 2000 Chevy truck. Notice the cassette player that tells you how old I am. I get better signal with the app anyway, so I'm good. It's got one of those portable speakers that are about, uh, like, like it's like a foot wide. He's wow. got it basically thrown in um, underneath the uh, air conditioning switches there. So people are uh, taking their precautions to listen to the ref. Appreciate I, that. I wonder if he could do, maybe you don't remember this, but there used to be a little cassette tape that you could put in a tape player and it had a cord connected to it that you could plug into the back of a like a, a small CD player, like a portable CD player, and you could play the portable CD player through the speakers with that. You remember that little cassette that had the auxiliary, auxiliary cord on it? I've never thought about doing this, but I everything that you're labeling there I am familiar with. I'm just impressed that you're trying to find an even older way to uh, get our programming every day. Yeah. Quite I'd, impressed, actually. That might work. That might work. The old auxiliary hey, cassette cable. It's at cable. least worth a try, but I do love the portable speaker that you bring out to the pool, and this guy, uh, he's got nice. his front seat. That's that's amazing. A 918, blank those odds. Tampa goes 5-3 and three in the first eight. I like that a lot. Maybe so. Um, Baker Mania was insane with the Browns. Text line, are you going to make it a point like you did watching the Browns to watch the Bucks this year? 405-651-3439. Hmm. Curious how everyone feels. Yeah, I, I'll watch Baker play. I'll watch Baker play. I mean, because bars were – dude, we took the – we were Oklahoma's home for the Cleveland Browns when that happened. Bars were promoting that they were going to have the Browns game on Sunday. I've never seen I, – I don't think in my lifetime – no, I know I have it in my lifetime. Seeing people watch a Browns game on TV, Seeing I know, I agree. people watch a Browns game on TV is exactly where I was going to go with that. <laughs> yeah, beat me to it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it, everywhere you went, you walk, you'd walk in and there'd be people huddled around the Browns on TV. It was, it was pretty wild. Greg from Lawton says, yeah, 405, yeah, I will watch Baker any way that I can. Um, two one two four zero. Heck yeah! I used to roll around with that cassette auxiliary device, listening to Tool. That's right. That's right. And a lot of hell yes and absolutely for uh, gotta watch Baker on Sunday. So good to hear. Love it. Um, okay, so ESPN has their big Big Twelve preview. Here's uh, what they have for the awards. Champion is Texas. LOL. Hmm. Offensive Player of the Year, Jalen Daniels of KU. Defensive Player of the Year is Jalen Ford, linebacker of Texas. Freshman of the Year is Anthony Hill, linebacker of Texas. Uh, Impact Transfer, Desan McCullough, linebacker OU. Comeback Player of the Year, wide receiver A.D. Mitchell, Texas from Georgia. Coach of the Year is Joey McGuire of Tech. Coach on the hot seat is Neil Brown of West Virginia. Coordinator who will be a head coach is Jeff Grimes, OC at Baylor. Non-conference game of the year is Texas at Bama. Conference game of the year is OU at OSU. <laughs> We're all over the place there, weren't we? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Texas is the champion, but they don't have the offensive player of the year. Uh, their quarterback's not on there. Um, the impact transfer... 
of the year is the guy that's not going to start. Um, coach of the year is a coach of a team that's not going to win the Big 12, according to them. Joey McGuire at Texas Tech. You don't think you don't think Sarkeesian deserves coach of the year? The program was five and seven two years ago. Haven't won a conference championship since when, 2009? I thought the same thing. If Texas wins the league this year, he's going to be coach of the year. Of course he is. And he should be. I mean, to be fair, he should be. Right. That's that's not the one. Like, I I read all of that off first because there's ones that say, huh, that didn't necessarily add up. Here's something that definitely doesn't add up, okay? They have three predictions for the Big 12, okay? Mm -hmm. Number one is Texas is back. Number two, Pokes win Bedlam. Uh, Pokes win final Bedlam game. Okay, mm-hmm. so on those first two predictions, it kind of says what they think about OU, right? Well, if Texas is back, that probably means they beat OU again. If the Pokes win Bedlam, then basically what they're saying is OU is going to lose to both Texas and Oklahoma State this year. But then prediction number three says OU bounces back. Now, how can that be true? How can you predict that OU bounces back this year if you think that Texas is back and you think they lose to Oklahoma State in Stillwater this year? Do the math on that one for me, please. Well, over on the right, they've got the predicted finish of the Big 12. They've got Oklahoma fourth. I hate to tell whoever wrote this. I'm assuming it's a sports writer at ESPN that's been covering sports for some time. Oklahoma finishing fourth in the conference is not a bounce back. Nine and three season, six and three in conference, finishing fourth, but they think that's a bounce back year. They they think OU can have a bounce back year by losing to Texas and Oklahoma State in the same year for the first time since ninety eight. See ESPN, this is what happens whenever you fire everyone and the interns are now writing the articles. Okay. Oklahoma will have a bounce back year. Jeez. Bounce back to nine and three. Well, hey, um, they're setting a low bar for us, which I guess is maybe a good thing. I don't know. Hmm. But as we've stated multiple times, I just can't. Like, if you're telling me this team is 9-3, and three, then I'm just trying to find ways that it could be successful. Because 9-3, and three, and let's just go off the logic that they lose their three toughest games of the year, okay? So 9-3 and three would mean a loss to Texas. A loss to TCU at home, and let's say that means a loss in Bedlam at Oklahoma State as well. I, and, and here's the part I struggle with. That's another loss to Texas. That's a loss to Oklahoma State. They're going to have scoreboard on you for a while. Have fun living in this state during that time. And where's the, where's the good win at? Like, where, where, where's the game in a 9-3 and three season that makes you feel like, okay, we've made massive strides here. We're ready for that SEC jump. Because I don't, I don't see it. Yeah, it would mean they don't have us beating anyone in the top five of the conference. UCF would be the only one. And then we lose to Oklahoma State behind them. So so UCF at home it would be your best beating, win of the year. That we makes the point for me. One team in the top seven finishers that they have in the conference. That's not showing progress to me. Dave from Mizzou says, do you currently take 9-3? and three? I would. I, I would not, Dave. No way. No way. 
if if no 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 I don't take nine and three it's a screaming no it's a hell no nine and three I if we had a if we had a like a real, like if we were playing Georgia in the non-conference like we're supposed to okay and I actually believed with like even a tiny percentage of the Texas hype and there was another and we played Kansas State on the schedule too okay you may be able to sell me on uh, taking nine and three but we don't have that we don't play Georgia we don't play Kansas State and I don't believe the hype on Texas absolutely not I don't take nine and three hell no no I I mean I, I will um even like the offer of a 10 and 2 and like that's where I start my expectations it's hard for me to just it's hard for me to even say yes lock it in I don't even need to see the season take a 10 and 2 because without two elite teams on the schedule you, you may be guaranteeing you lose to the two best teams you play you, you, you know what, you see what I mean no I see what you mean um right as it sits right now we have Two teams in the top 25 on our entire schedule, Texas and TCU. TCU is the last game of the season. Uh, Who knows what they'll be ranked. Uh, Outside of that, I don't see anyone that I feel like is a shoe-in to be ranked. So there's a good chance that we play one or none top 25 teams. I mean, Texas will still be ranked in the top 25 when we play them. But outside of that... Is there anyone that you think is a shoe-in to be ranked in the top 25 when we play them? I, and I don't even think it's TCU. I, uh, I think that it's more likely that there are less teams in the top 25 on OU schedule at the end of the year uh, as opposed to more. Yeah. And uh, a 9-3 and record against uh, one top 25 teams out of 12, I just I can't take it. Maybe it's the smart move to take the 9 and 3. Hey, we'll 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 get this thing back in bits and pieces and you know, hopefully we are uh in an even better place next year. But I got to tell you, with the way some things are trending on our roster right now, you better have a knockout year this year. You Seriously. better. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. we're going to be replacing most of our offensive line, I, all of our defensive line. I mean, it's we're going to have to, we're going into a line of scrimmage conference. That's not exactly a good omen right now. They have Texas and Texas Tech playing in the Big Twelve Championship game. Yeah, I haven't paid attention to any scuttlebutt out there in Lubbock, uh, and I don't know if there any exist whatsoever, but. That is the second publication so far this week that has picked Tech to play in the Big 12 championship game, and one of them has Texas Tech winning the Big 12 championship. So I guess there's late hype in on the Red Raiders, and I just I, I don't I don't love that at all. I, I don't I, I, and frankly I don't get it. I definitely don't get it. I 100% don't get it, and. I think Joey McGuire is going to be a great head coach there. But I I don't know, man. 
I don't I don't understand it. And maybe I'm just I haven't dug in because I, I will say that I haven't dug in on Texas Tech. I just kind of know what they were last year and who's back and who's not. Uh, they weren't that impressive last year. I mean, what they end up last year? Were they like eight and four in the they, regular season uh, and then beat? Did they? No, Ole I, think, Miss. I think they won. Did they just? I think they won seven in the regular season. I think they won seven in the regular season. So eight and five, and they beat Ole, They beat Ole Miss, right? The bowl game. So mm-hmm. said, yeah, I think so. I think they finished with eight. Yeah, I want to say that's right. Um, okay, let me read a couple more. LJ says nine and three is a pretty good prediction, considering how we played last year. We probably shouldn't have even won. The six games, Arkansas State is not going to be a layup for it. Okay, come on. That can't be a real text. That can't be a real. If you think Arkansas State's not a layup, come on. Uh, 214 says 9-3 and three is progress, no? Well, yeah. Uh, so is 7-5. and five. Would you take that? That's progress. It's progress, no. it's not enough progress, is, uh, it, is the point. It's, it's progress compared to last year. It's not progress in the grand scheme of where our program is and needs to be going. Nine and three is, I mean, there's a big difference between nine and three and ten and two. There just is. And especially whenever you look at our schedule. Like, we're not playing we have one traditional name on our entire schedule and that is Texas and they're not even a traditional team they were 5 and 7 2 years ago and 8 and 5 last year texas should be asking themselves if they would take 9 and 3 because that's better than most of the seasons that they've had the last decade for us 9 and 3 is one of the worst seasons that we've had in the last decade. I mean, it's progress because last year was so god awful. I love this one. If you were listening to the show earlier, you'll get this one. If sorry, if not, I'm sorry. Cherokee Sooner says, "Well, if Tech makes the Big 12 Championship game, it'll be a 6:30 kickoff." And that's that's a very nice joke. Yeah. I actually thought about that. Um, like, if we see the Big 12 championship game is moved, like, sometime here soon and it's going to be an evening kickoff, lay the house on Tech to win the uh, the conference. I'm just trying to think. Maybe we shouldn't have won some of the games that we did. 52-42 over Kansas? Well, I, w- I was just trying to think of the game that was a fluke last year, and the first three definitely weren't a fluke. Um, you only won three games after that. KU wasn't a fluke. Who else did they beat? Like OSU wasn't a fluke. I mean, the only fluky thing is that they didn't beat them by more a year ago. Should've we beat Kansas, win. Iowa State, and Oklahoma State in conference last year. That's it, buddy. Whew. Hey, look, I know last year was bad, guys, but come on. We can't we can't think that Arkansas State's not going to be a layup. 9-3 ain't bad. Arkansas you know? State is not going to be a layup for us. Well, Arkansas State seven last year, you know, 9-3, it's <laughs> – Hey, movement. <laughs> it better be a layup. 33-point favorites. Vegas sure as hell thinks it's hey, a layup. 9-3 and three, regular season, and then the Texas Bowl against Mississippi State to win 10 games. Would you take that? Uh, oh, if I get to spend Christmas in Houston, please put that on a silver platter for me, please. 
if we're nine and three, we're not going to be playing in the Texas Bowl. They're going to give us like the Florida State of last year in that same bowl game. We're going to play someone Clemson the Pop Tarts oh, Bowl. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. Mm. All right. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on next. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. At Landers CDJR of Norman, we are driven to serve. Make this the summer event with our best offers, like $9,000 off 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee L or lease a 2023 Jeep Renegade for $299 a month. Landers CDJR of Norman, driven to serve. Attention all Sooner fans. Don't miss your chance to secure your seats for the 2023 Oklahoma football season today. Season tickets start at $400, and being a season ticket holder is the only way to guarantee the best seats for all six home games. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit Soonersports.com slash commit23. That's Soonersports.com slash commit23. Or contact the OU Athletic Ticket Office by phone at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner! At Landers CDJR of Norman, we are driven to serve, and we're giving our best offers this summer, like $15,000 off a 2023 Ram 1500 or 8250 off a 2023 Ram 2500. Make this the summer event at Landers CDJR of Norman. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Are you an OEC member contemplating the addition of solar panels to your home or business? Before you make the purchase, contact Oklahoma Electric Cooperative Solar Experts. We will be able to tell you exactly how many panels your home needs and how the addition of solar panels truly affects your electric bill. OEC does not partner with solar companies and asks that you report any company that claims otherwise. To learn more, give us a call at 405-321-2024 or visit us at www.okcoop.org renewables. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Back then, we'd spend nights in front of the boob tube. We'd take our same seats, smoke cigarettes, and watch until the station played. We all smoked in those days. If that was you then, get your lungs screened now. Surviving lung cancer starts with a scan. Learn more at ScreenYourLungs.org. This PSA was made possible by industry funding and guidance from lung cancer patient groups. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split second, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. United by hope, 
we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. As we age, cataract surgery is often an inevitable step. And it's not just about restoring your sight, it's about upgrading your quality of life. So when it's time for cataract surgery, you have one big decision that can affect your vision for the rest of your life. The choice between a standard lens, which often requires you to rely on glasses for reading, or a premium lens. Consider Panoptics, Vivity, or a light-adjustable lens, the leading choices that can provide crystal clear vision and freedom from glasses. If you want to see far and you want to see near, you have to come here to the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center journey will end but I know where to start they tell me I'm too young to understand they say I'm caught up in a dream it is the rush on the ref Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Bob Stoops joins us every single Tuesday at 320 he did earlier today and uh, we asked him about true freshman Peyton Bowen Peyton Bowen said last week he's played five different positions so far in training camp. So we asked Bob how he would read into that situation if that means the staff is just trying to figure out a, get, a place to get him on the field. It means he's a great player. He can, he can. They're trying to find what is the very best spot for him. It's kind of like, a, hopefully, a guy like a Roy Williams where you're trying to find where can, where can he get the most production uh, because he can do so many things. Roy was a thumper he could hit you he could blitz but he'd go out there and he could cover you too so um and i really thought we found the absolute best spot for him you know in that position we called the roy position you know uh kind of somewhere between a outside backer and a safety and you know so hopefully that's the case um you know i i did i was at a practice a week ago or so and saw saw him cover some ground and make a great interception on the sideline and so uh hopefully you know it all keeps progressing uh that way for him and they find a great spot for him i'm sure they will how many people are going to run with that and say uh that bobs is comparing peyton bowen to roy williams um i'm sure the message boards have already lit that up somewhere um hey i'll just change the uh, number to 38 it's the same guy back there <laughs> right uh, I, uh, I, I think he's got, I think he's got a really high ceiling. I think, you know, we heard all the way back in spring and, you know, even as soon as he signed that the game comes easy, he's got a good mind for it, understands the concepts well. And from what I've seen so far, I think that proves to be right. Um, to be a true freshman and playing multiple positions and, Doing so with uh, enough to gain the confidence of your of your coaches to continue to put you out there and and have you in a spot where you're you're going to contribute at some point, um, most likely in, in the season and probably right out of the gate uh, to some degree. I don't know how much, but that's it's pretty impressive. At, at a position of strength too, not that yeah. safety is you know or cheetah is where it, the final product of where it needs to be, but. In the grand scheme of this team, it's I think safety is the best position group. So I, I think that that makes it even more impressive that they ha- if they roll with Pearson and Bowman today as their two starting safeties, I'll feel good about that. And then Harrington as their starting cheetah, I'll roll with that. But the fact that Peyton Bowen's still fighting for that other safety spot and playing time at cheetah and who knows where else on this team, y- yeah, I, it's very obvious that they're going to play him in a significant role this year. Well, I on. think he'll. I think he'll be. Um, 
when they go six-pack or dime, when they've got six DBs out there, I think he'll be that sixth guy. I would think so. Basically yeah. re- replace the Will Backer uh, is how that works. Um, probably move Stutzman to Mike um, and then bring in whoever's the Mike is out, and then you bring in Peyton Bowen to play the Will. Um, so essentially it ends up being like a, a weak side nickel because you'll be in two-by-two. Or uh, maybe even three by one, but you'll have receivers out there, so he'll be playing uh, what essentially is a nickel on the weak side of the defense, it away does, from the passing. Street. It does sound like some training camp battles that we talked about going into training camp are starting to take shape. Like like what Harrington at Cheetah, I would say, starting to look like that. The the question is, like, what's the biggest ongoing position battle that still exists eleven days in eleven days till game one? The other corner spot opposite Woody Washington? Yeah. Is that the corner? biggest? I think I would say corner. I would say Mike linebacker. I would say left guard. I would say second tight end. Running back. And that's probably that's still a good number of positions, though. I mean, less yeah. than two weeks out. Uh, we did have a texter during that break that said, 918, is this true? Scuttle is Marcus Major, the starter right now in camp. Sawchuck nicked up. Barnes still has a lot to learn. Yeah. I mean, that that kind of – that's pretty much what I've seen. Except I would insert Tawi Walker in there as, like, it's probably major, but I wouldn't. It would not surprise me if Tawi Walker wasn't number the second guy getting the most snaps. Break if you want to call it a breakout year, call it a breakout year. But he's having a he's having a breakout season. It's happening for Tawi Walker. I think so. I it's, think he'll get a lot of opportunity. And. Uh, I, I know everyone's excited about Barnes and Sawchuck, but might Tawi Walker emerge as one of the fan favorites on the offense this year? I think that there's a pretty decent chance that could happen. Yeah, because whenever he runs the football, buddy, he lowers the boom. He will flat run over guys. So, yeah, he'll be a fan favorite. Curtis B. says, Teddy and Tyler, if OU doesn't beat Arkansas State by at least 35 and play a lot of players, I'm going to be disappointed. I don't need to see perfection, but going to the ball and hitting people and seeing 50-yard TD passes and some long runs, we need no worse than 11-1. and one. And with the bowl game, oh, it, it kind of goes on. I don't know what he's saying after that. Basically saying, OU needs to beat Arkansas State by at least 35. The spread is 33, Curtis, so you're saying cover against uh, Ark State. Yeah, I think so. Here's the one thing, like, here's the caveat I'll put in on that. You, you know, whenever you get into the, the two and three deep late in the game and you give up a touchdown or two, like, don't hold that against where your starters are, you know, especially depending on who. There may be a bunch of really young guys out no, there. That's That's fair, but that's – you know that's how it normally works. Like when people look at other games nationally or mm-hmm. I think a oh, lot I of know. times even when 
you know, fans evaluate their own team's performance against a team like Arkansas State, it's did you cover the spread or not? If you covered the spread, oh, yeah, yeah, we played well. It's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good win, whatever. If you didn't cover the spread, it's almost like a disappointing feel. Yeah. Interesting how that works. For sure. For sure. Um, I mean, you could, we could be winning 50-7 to seven and give up a, a bomb on a third team or, or whatever corner and they score a touchdown, uh, kick it off to us, and our offense is out there, and the third-string center snaps the ball over the quarterback's head, and they scoop it and score. Now, that would be a non-cover, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, things can unfold poorly to where the final result, the score, doesn't isn't exactly reflective of what went down. Yeah. I know that's a wild example. I'm just saying, like, I feel confident we're going to handle Arkansas State just fine. Eight three two is this running back position in question? If we're depending on a walk-on running back to possibly be the guy? No. I don't think so either. I don't think it's in question. I mean, um, I, I, is Tawie Walker still a walk-on? I, I think he was last year, right? Regardless, he's sounds like he's a really, really good running back out of everything good. coming out of training camp. He's good, and he's consistent. He, You know what you're going to get. The thing I like about him is he's a really good pass protector. And I know people don't care about hearing that. They want to they hear about yards and long touchdown runs. That consistency that you, you know, whenever all the other guys are as young as they are, you need that. I think it's a, I think it's a good thing we're talking about him. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. A couple of segments left here at Newcastle. Stay with us. OU and NFL camp updates are brought to you by Neutral Vodka Seltzer. Neutral is an official sponsor of OU Athletics. Made only with vodka, seltzer, and real juice. Gluten-free with 100 calories and zero added sugar. It's the last seltzer you'll ever need to try. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Attention all Sooner fans, don't miss your chance to secure your seats for the 2023 Oklahoma football season today. Season tickets start at $400, and being a season ticket holder is the only way to guarantee the best seats for all six home games. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit Soonersports.com slash commit23. That's Soonersports.com slash commit23. Or contact the OU Athletic Ticket Office by phone at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner! Life is yours to spend. Spend it making more money. Spend it making more memories. Spend it learning a new skill. Spend it teaching an old trick. Spend it career climbing. Spend it mountain climbing. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. 
Oklahoma football is the best. And Balfour of Norman on Historic Campus Corner has been Sooner fans' favorite OU shop for more than 45 years. Locally owned, Jerry and Libby invite you to stop by and see what is new. Choose from great polos from Jordan, Nike, Columbia, Antigua, and women's tees and fashion tops that'll get you game ready. You will also find something for the younger Sooner fans with sizes from newborn through youth. There's a large collection of OU hats, including the new Hui hats. With their selection of socks, Balfour literally has you covered from head to toe. But they are more than just a t-shirt shop with everything you need for tailgating or watch parties, serving pieces, barware, and even framed art of Sooner greats and other decorative pieces. If it says OU, Balfour has got it. You can count on Balfour of Norman for the best selection, quality, and service. Or shop online at crimsonproud.com, where you will find everything Sooner. Get geared up at Balfour of Norman, 792 Asp Avenue on Historic Campus Corner. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that legacy. Protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Entrepreneurs and More Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, More Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry, I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Rush on the ref. Keep the text coming on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. 405-651-3439. First road conference game this year for OU will be at the Cincinnati Bearcats. And on three had expectations for first-year coaches in college football. And their expectation for Scott Satterfield at Cincinnati as well. Don't be a complete and utter disaster this year. That might be uh, considered a success. It says, considering how Cincy is viewed both locally and by casual college football fans across the country, Satterfield needs to avoid a disastrous transition season. Both the program moving to the Big 12 and he himself opting to leave one team to another simply for a fresh start. So don't be a disaster, Cincinnati. That's what they're asking of you. Well, it was an interesting hire, right? Um I thought he was on the hot seat at Louisville last year. It, it, yeah, it. I think a lot of people, whenever they lost a guy, a, a coach like Fickle, everyone in that that position has yielded some really nice coaches. Um, 
think a lot of people just were like, huh, okay, interesting. Um, I think Cincinnati is one of the more uh, intriguing teams because there's talent left over there. Um, how much, we don't know for sure, but they still have some good players that have been coached really well and developed really well in the past. Like, I don't expect everyone after one year to lose everything that they've they've gained in, in previous years of development. I mean, I think it's going to be a smart, tough football team. They've got some talent on defense, uh, especially on the defensive line. They've always had good backers and edge guys. I'm, I, you know, Cincinnati's interesting to me. I think the game is way more difficult than, than most Sooner fans give it credit well, for. Well, I think a lot of you. I, I think a lot of no. I think I'm a little bit in the minority on that. I think the, the OU fans look at it as the potential trap game, and I yeah. and I will say this: the gate, like, I, there's no way to me that OU should lose that game. And I think they're going to be a double-digit favorite in that game. Like, my two thoughts on Cincinnati this year is I, I don't think they're going to be very good offensively. I think they're probably maybe around a 6-1 team. But that aside, I still expect them to play their best game of the year when OU comes to town. Isn't that their first-ever Big 12 game? First-ever. OU coming in? I, I know exactly yep. what that's going to look like. Um. What if they go beat Pitt on the road in week two? That'll catch, yeah, that'll catch my attention quite a bit. I don't yeah. view Pitt as a top 15 team. I don't think anyone does. But for them in a transition year like this, to go win a road game like that that early, that'll – because what that what, what's probably going to have to happen is one of their biggest question marks is Emory Jones going to be able to consistently throw the ball without making big mistakes. Right. Like he's viewed as a running threat. I don't know if people are too crazy about his, his throwing ability. Right. Well, um, being able to see them against Pitt early is, I think that's that's good. Right? To be able to, to kind of gauge, because we know Pitt's a good football team, and Pitt plays West Virginia the week after that. So you'll have, have a little bit of, uh, comparison between those two teams because uh, we lost to West Virginia last year, okay? So not to say that everything has to be the same as it was a year ago, but um, I mean, we'll have a feeling of, of, of what to expect from Cincinnati pretty quickly out of the gates. We were uh, reading the three predictions for the Big 12 via ESPN earlier, which made no sense. Texas will be back. OSU wins Bedlam. But OU significantly improves, which I just – those other two things can't exist if OU is going to be – have a real bounce back year. Uh, well, in like the most surface level, I've never covered college football before in my life uh, view. I, if you went 6-7 and seven last year and we've got you going 9-3 and three this year, that's a bounce back. Yeah. Three predictions for the SEC. Oh, boy. A&M's Bobby Petrino wins the Broyles Award, given to the best assistant in the sport. That is a take. That is a bold prediction right there. I would uh, like to fade that one, please. I think it's more likely he and uh, Jimbo get in a fight on the sidelines than he wins the Broyles Award. They, he would not, would he accept the Broyles Award? 
He would make. A, he he's would been make, a head coach for like forty years. He would make Jimbo accept it. I'm not really an assistant coach. I'm really the guy that runs the show here. Jimbo is the assistant coach on this staff. I, I man, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I think I think folks at ESPN are on drugs, or like. Un, like I maybe I'm I'm not up to to date on some things, unless it's like outright paid for propaganda from some teams, like A and M. Would that shock Texas. you if A and M paid for propaganda? That would be the least surprising thing this college football off season for me. Found out A and M was paying for propaganda. Well, you know the old. Texas thing, it made sense when ESPN's sitting there carrying the Longhorn Network, right? And they're trying to pump them up to get people maybe to tune in to the Longhorn Network. I mean, okay, that makes sense. But, dude, this is dumbassery with what we're seeing from pumping Texas. Like, okay, Texas A&M may go out and have a nice year. But there's no way that you should be able to look at them and predict that, given what their schedule is. And given what their, their yeah, I mean, recent history you'd basically is. be saying at that point that they're going to be a top ten, maybe even a top five offense. And that's just – I mean, they're so far off from that, it's not even funny. They were 13th in the SEC in scoring offense last year with a grand total of 22 points per game. Yeah. Bobby Petrino is going to be the one that complete. I, I, I respect He's him a as a coach. coach. He's a great offensive mind, but it's going to take a lot more than that to go from 22 points a game to a top five or top ten offense. Oh, man. I, the other I ones, uh, LSU beats Bama in Tuscaloosa. Okay, that I mean, that could happen. Um, whatever. And then Georgia's quarterback, Carson Beck, is a Heisman Trophy finalist. Well, that wouldn't be shocking. Um, the quarterback on what most people think is the best team in the country is usually – a Heisman Trophy candidate. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm I'm just I'm fascinated by the endless hype train around teams that haven't won anything in years and years and years. That's why I, I I'm starting to believe it's paid for propaganda. It has to be. Has to be. That's why I uh, consider it comedy now, and actually a uh, negative thing towards the programs that do pay for it. I think it's a bad thing that people are so high on Texas and even A and M going into the season. It's it's literally the last thing that they need. May- maybe other team, maybe OU is paying for Texas propaganda. That's, there that we go. That would be smart. Now you're on to something. Maybe, maybe Texas. Is paying for Texas A&M's propaganda, <laughs> and they don't know that A&M is paying for their uh, propaganda. It's a propaganda war. This is great. Yeah. It's crazy. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll come back and wrap things up next. Join the movement. The Ref Army is growing. Don't miss a second of the Sooner coverage you 